Hi, it's DeWire, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. Today is May the 3rd, 2022. Let's talk Canelo against Dimitri Bevel. But first remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now I'm going to break with the public. I did so in an earlier video. Let's just say right now on cloudbet.com and I use that Canadian site just for odds purposes. Believe it or not, you're getting a plus 425. 4.25 to 1 on Bevel to win the fight. In my opinion, Canelo has taken one step too many. I like Bevel to win the fight. I'll be the casino suckleberry here. Understand, Bevel is the better athlete. He has some of the best legs in boxing. Really spectacular legs. Much better legs than Frank Sanchez, who Canelo has sparred with in preparing for this fight. Frank Sanchez, of course, is part of Eddie Reynoso's fighting stable. In my opinion, Bevel will be too elusive and have too much stamina, simply too much stamina for Canelo. I want people to think about Bevel the same way they think about Katie Taylor. Understand, if you get to the halfway point of the fight and it's competitive, you're going to be at a disadvantage the second half of the fight if you haven't severely hurt a Katie Taylor or a Dimitri Bevel because of their stamina. Canelo, in my opinion, doesn't have that level of stamina and certainly won't after dealing with Bevel's volume. Now let's talk about recent history. I would argue that both movers, Billy Joe Saunders and Caleb Plant, were very much, and I mean very much, in their fights against Canelo after six rounds. Now Canelo is a judging favorite, right? I want people to ignore the scorecards and to actually look at the fights. Billy Joe Saunders, in fact, is into his fight up until that punch to his eye that breaks his eye socket. Right? Saunders is competitive. I would argue the fight was still up for grabs. Now, the punch to his eye takes place in the eighth round. Right? Understand, after six, Saunders is completely lucid. Caleb Plant, I thought, very much in his fight. Now, again, you're going to have to overlook the judges' scorecards. But just understand, neither Saunders nor Caleb Plant was hurt and reeling at the end of the sixth round. In fact, let's... Look a little bit more deeply on Canelo's record. 
right? And I'm going to talk about guys who were moving. By that, I mean they're on their back foot moving away from Canelo because that's been the pattern. It's very hard to stay with him in the pocket. So let's go back a bit. Kovalev makes it to the 11th round. I would argue he's very much in that fight. I would argue the movement was new for Kovalev, wasn't second nature. Callum Smith makes it to the end of the fight, the 12th round. Here again, Callum Smith is the guy destroying you in the pocket. But against Canelo, he hurts a bicep. He's backing up. Callum Smith, apart from the bad bicep, apart from being beaten, isn't reeling and hitting the canvas. Then you have the Avni Yildurum fight. Yildurum fought Canelo for supremacy in the pocket in a manner in which Bevel is not going to. Yildurum stopped in the third round. You get the Saunders fight, where Saunders is competitive up until the eye punch. You get the Caleb Plant fight, where Plant makes it to the 11th round of the fight. The 11th. Now, those are the fights leading into this one. The bet I'm recommending is Bevel to win. Lord knows you're getting a lot of odds that you can play with. Hedged with the over. Let me say this too. Bevel's two-handed. Bevel is in much better shape than Billy Joe Saunders. Right? This isn't a construct where Canelo gets by the guy's jab, as he did against Kovalev as he did against Caleb Plant and then is able to decimate the guy with the left hook, right? Bevel is a master mover. I don't see that happening. Let me also say too, we're in a new neighborhood here. This is a different world. It's the light heavyweight division, right? Understand, Kovalev was past his prime had lost a few fights before fighting Canelo, right? Um, Bevel's in his prime. Bevel is unbeaten. Let me just say, I believe that Canelo, who's like Napoleon, has walked into his Waterloo, the light heavyweight division. There are a few guys at light heavyweight who are two-handed and who hit at least as hard as Canelo, whose real signature is his punching power, right? His left hook is one of the best punches in boxing. That's his calling card. He has boxing skills too, but understand his power at middleweight at 168 was outsized. Right? It's not outsized here in the light heavyweight division. In my opinion, Bevel is the best in the division. 
His fight against Joe Smith, remember that name. He knocked Bernard Hopkins out of the ring in Hopkins' last fight. Was a tougher fight than this upcoming fight against Canelo because Joe Smith hits at least as hard as Canelo. And don't get me wrong, based on styles, I think Canelo at Cruiser against Makabu would be a competitive fight. I would give Canelo a chance at heavy against Deontay Wilder. But in the lightweight division, I'd take Joe Smith over Canelo. Understand, Joe has a belt right now. Joe lost to Beevil. Beevil, too two-handed, too much foot movement. Right? He's excellent, folks. Moving around the ring. Too savvy. Right? Understand, Joe Smith is about to fight Arthur Perturbiev. Right? I'm just telling you, Canelo, at light heavyweight, is all dressed up with nowhere to go. I would say Anthony Yard, also at light heavy, is a blessed puncher. Hits at least as hard as Canelo. The problem with moving up in weight is that the logistics change. Suddenly you're dealing with guys who hit as hard as you do, right? And who also call you in the middle of videos. Well, anyway, Beevil has made a career of beating guys with big punches, big punches, who he's able to simply deconstruct, right? Joe Smith, huge punch, Jean Pascal, another guy who's a blessed puncher. So don't think for a moment that his victory over Kovalev somehow means that he can beat all these other light heavies. No, no, folks. The light heavyweight division is different than other divisions. You have guys here who can hit. Now let me separate here from Abel Sanchez. Understand, there were a lot of people on the other side of the play. Right? Abel Sanchez trained Hall of Famer. Terrible Terry Norris, a guy who beat the great Sugar Ray Leonard. Right? Understand, Abel Sanchez had a full career before training Golovkin, a guy who, I feel, beat Canelo twice. Right? Now, Abel Sanchez believes that Bevo, who has had his last seven fights make it to the 12th round, isn't committed enough to his punching to beat Canelo, right? Understand, David Benavides, one of the better uh, fighters at 168, sparred with Beevil. And he felt that Beevil was a one-two fighter. In other words, wasn't throwing the kind of unexpected combinations that it would take to beat a certain first ballot Hall of Famer in Canelo. I'm going to disagree. I don't think Canelo starts fast enough against movers. Right again, we're just laying it out. Understand Kovalev makes it to the 11th round. 
Callum Smith to 12. Billy Joe, which is really a one-shot type deal, the eighth, right? Billy Joe's cruising at the end of six. Caleb Plant, the 11th. Knockouts cause amnesia. We see the end of the Plant fight. Canelo won that fight. And we say, oh, Canelo hits hard. Oh, we forget that that's the 11th round of the fight. I'm just telling you, this is a Katie Taylor type dynamic. If Bevel isn't marked, and I've seen Bevel against fighters like Joe Smith be unmarked for the whole fight. If Bevel isn't slowed, if he isn't hitting the ribs and suddenly you see him favoring his ribs, or if he isn't woozy, right, he's hitting the head, you see him stagger, if he's unstaggered at the end of six rounds, I don't think there's any way that Canelo catches up to him. This is one of those rare fights where you have a guy with a great relationship with the judges. Think Anthony Joshua, right? Um, great relationship with the judges. Manny Pacquiao, who could lose this fight by a few rounds, right? If Bevel makes it to the end of the six unmarked, I'm just telling you, during the slow rounds, they're going to be Bevel's rounds. Folks, when you see his legs, when you see his movement, when you see his volume, when you see the fluidity of his combinations, he's a better looking fighter than Saul Alvarez. So if Alvarez is hoping to have Bevo wilt in the second half of the fight, like Kovalev wilted, I believe he's kidding himself. There's a chance, there's a distinct possibility that Canelo doesn't land flush on Bevel over 12 rounds, right? Bevel's last fight was against a guy with a big punch, right? He was one-handed, I'll concede Canelo's two-handed, right? He was easier to hit than Canelo, I'll concede that, right? But understand, Bevel again goes through the fight doesn't get touched. His lateral movement, his athleticism, and again, he's one of the best athletes in boxing. His athleticism, it's, it's going to allow him to just circle Canelo. Let me also point out, too, that some of these other guys, Caleb Plant, are trying to stay away from Canelo behind a jab and are moving backwards. Right? Bevel's not going to be running away from Canelo. He's going to be circling Canelo. That's a big difference. Right? Bevel's always going to be close enough to throw punches on Canelo. And unlike Plant, whose right hand I'd question, right? Unlike Saunders, where Saunders comes in you wonder if he has better stamina than his opponent. Here I'm just telling you, you know, you should know, that Bevel does. Right? Hate to say it, but to me, from this seat, and this isn't just because of the odds, 
I'm just talking about what I view as the reality. After having fought Joe Smith, which was a tough fight, Smith again, more aggressive than Canelo, tries to body you into the ropes, right? Can get over to you faster than Canelo. After beating Joe Smith, which was a major fight at light heavy, major. This is an anti-climax for Beevil. Beevil knows he can win this fight because he beat Joe Smith. If he fights the fight he did against Joe Smith, I believe he wins this fight by something like eight rounds to four. That's how I see it. I'll hedge it with the over. Right? So understand. If Beevil wins by decision, you win both halves of the bet. If Canelo wins by decision and, you know, you feel, wow, this fight was close. Oh, they're going to give it to Canelo? Okay, fine. You at least win the hedge. That's how I see it, but I need for you to understand the risk involved. Canelo has one of boxing's best left hooks. If he wins by KO before the over-under hits, you lose it all. That's why this is gambling. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I'm just on the other side of the play from Abel Sanchez on this one. Um, let me also point out Sanchez, of course, has also worked with Joe Joyce. Big fight for Joe Joyce coming up. Let me also make mention of one of the bigger heavyweight fights that can be made out there. Apparently, uh, Ergovic is not going to fight Zhang. You need to carefully study both of those guys. Ergovic backed out because his father recently died. I understand it. I think about my dad every day, and he's no longer with us. right? But understand, those two guys are two of the most important people in the heavyweight division. right? Zhang is one of the hardest punchers in the division. Folks, he hits hard but he has bad stamina. The challenge an opponent has against Zhang is to make it to the second half of the fight. Zhang is unbeaten. He could have lost to Jerry Forrest. He drops Forrest three times. He dominated. Then he ran out of gas with several rounds to go. You know, I feel Ergovic is the best young prospect in the division if you consider late 20s to be young. Right? He can hit you from distance. He loops his punches. There's a videotape of him online on YouTube sparring with Deontay Wilder and having the upper hand. I'm not surprised. Right, Ergovic also defensively is blessed. In other words, this is a guy who can anticipate your punches coming and doesn't have to raise a hand. Right, To me, that fight is a bigger fight than the Trevor Bryan, Daniel Dubois fight that's coming up, or the Joseph Parker fight against Joe Joyce, right? Let's just say 
the heavyweight division actually has people outside of Fury, Usyk, and Joshua. It's a banner year. I expect the Zhang Ergovic fight to be rescheduled. Pay attention to all of this. Let me say, too, the Trevor Bryan fight against Dubois is so big that Larry Holmes is helping Trevor Bryan. Understand, Dubois ran into Joe Joyce's jab, got jabbed to death when the two guys fought. Well, now you have a guy who might have had the best jab I know of, Larry Holmes, coming back to help Trevor Bryant against Dubois, who, quite frankly, if he could just figure out spacing and how to slip the jab, might be able to conquer the heavyweight division. Anyway, buckle up. Summer's almost here. It's going to be great. I believe it starts with an upset. Bevel over Canelo. Folks, this is a new neighborhood. It's called the light heavyweight division. Right? Canelo is taking a swing at the king. I don't think he's going to land. That's how I see it. Let me hear from you. I recognize Canelo is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Understand there are other guys in the sport who might develop into that status. One of them is the unbeaten Beevil. Let me hear from you. I look forward to your comments. Thanks for stopping by.